Hey, everybody, it's the Charlie Kirk Show. Steve Bannon on the program as we talk about a restoring national confidence here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, and get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. If you want to support Turning Point Action as we host the alternate RNC meeting, it's tpaction.com. That is tpaction.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. We are live here in Las Vegas, Nevada for the Turning Point Action Restoring National Confidence Summit with a good friend of mine who partially inspired me to do this. Because he just shows up every single day, regardless of what's going on in the news. And you have, the, you have the grit and the hustle and just the daily discipline, Steve. And I really, really admire it. Steve Bannon, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, this is the kind of guy Charlie is. You got, they had a huge audience for our show. I appreciate it. But Charlie starts his own conference when his show starts. That shows you a lot. That, no, that's confidence. That, that's a guy that really knows. Tells what's happening inside. Because what you yes. guys have done, when you first told me about this, I said, this is the craziest idea I've ever heard. We're going to do a pre-RNC to actually do what the RNC should be doing on Turning Point's nickel and do it out in Las Vegas, exactly where they do it, and do it live for two days. In the and hotel then, next to it. In the hotel next to it. And then I saw the, uh, yeah, because you're, you're down a price point or two, right, or three. That's the frugality that we need, Steve. This is 100%. And so um, I'm just really enthusiastic. When I saw the agenda and I saw the quality people, that you're bringing out here. It's just incredible. By the way, Don Jr.'s coming tonight. It's a big deal. Well, you, Don Jr., and uh, somebody else speak all in a row. Who, oh, yeah. No, I, I want to look at the final yeah. lineup, though. But I know Don Jr.'s keynoting tonight. Yeah. Um, and so, so Steve, I want to just kind of, I want to dive into this for a second and just kind of lay it out. You, you are right. It takes some chutzpah to do this because the, the RNC. Steve, titanium stones. But they're an un- Because you're just bringing the haters right on top of you. All oh, the money class. Well, but, but also it's important to understand at Turning Point, we have 300,000 grassroots donors now, which is one of the biggest donor files of any organization. Yes. Not as big as Trump's, but that's big. So we are supported by the everyday people. But Steve, what I think is important. Because you deliver. And we deliver. And the purpose of this meeting is not to shame the RNC or any of that. It's to challenge them and to say, why haven't you done this? Be better. Why haven't you engaged the grassroots? Why haven't you secured our elections? And Steve, how much money has the RNC raised in this primary? Can you talk about that for our audience? Well, I think we have right now $120 million was spent in, in, uh, on TV advertising alone in Iowa. They have, according to, according to documented sources, New York Times, Jonathan Martin, the top guys that follow this from public documentation, 250 to 300 million dollars already up to New Hampshire. We now know that tricky Nikki Haley is going to do another couple of hundred million. There's going to be 500 million dollars spent on everything that's not on the agenda today. Not, not on a ballot harvesting, not on ballot chasing, not on get out to vote, not on election security, election integrity, taking on Mark Elias, anything that we need to close the deal on a massive win 
They have not spent one penny. And at the end of the day, it's going to be half a billion dollars, $500 million. And we just know the RNC announced over the weekend they've taken a line of credit, I think, secured by the headquarters because the small donors have cut them off. I think if you net Are it you out. Are you kidding me? They no, collateralized the building? I think it collateralized the building to get it. Well, it had to. They're not going to What other assets back. do they have? Exactly. Nobody's going to lend them any money. I can't had wait to, to see take that line, interest rate. Line of credit. <laughs> I think that on the books they say $9 million. But I think if you net out other obligations, I think it's net 3 to $5 million. The DNC, you need 100 to $200 million to start this process. Remember, the campaign and the RNC merge after he's the nominee. No, that's right. They become a victory fund. Victor, but that doesn't happen until the convention. Until the convention. And the RNC has no money. And they have no money because they have not performed. You're a gentleman. But I say you got to call them out at the top. The, the fish rots from the head. Right now, they have a leadership problem. It's not going to get better. There's nothing Ronna can say. And, and look, she's a good person. But this is about practical. We must close the deal. We didn't, if we had had this meeting of turning point and what you're doing right now in January of 2020, Donald J. Trump would be starting the fourth year of his second term and nothing, we wouldn't have a war in Ukraine. There wouldn't be 500,000 Ukrainians dead. There wouldn't be five American servicemen, two Navy SEALs and three uh, uh, soldiers dead right now and 30 wounded. There wouldn't be uh, two carrier battle groups uh, under siege in the, in the Red Sea, there wouldn't be an invasion of 8 million. Think of what's happened to our nation because this didn't take place in January 2020. And we depend upon the RNC, who is too incompetent to assist President Trump's campaign in closing the deal. We must close. We won in 2020. We're going to win again. But you, if you don't close the deal, and that's what two-thirds of your thing is today, right. is saying, hey, you got to stop the happy talk. And people are going to stop giving unless they say, look, I saw whether we won in 2020. I saw Kerry Lake win in 2022. But Donald Trump's in Mar-a-Lago and Kerry Lake's running around Arizona is not the governor. And we got invasions on the southern border with eight million illegal aliens here. What in the hell is going on? We have to instill the confidence. What I love this morning, you had the grassroots here. Tell us about that. I mean, you've got 60 or 70 national committeemen from the RNC that are here. That's That's a signal enough in itself. Oh, That's a warning shot is what it is. And so two thoughts. Number one. Uh, the RNC said when they were running re-election last year, hey, we need to stay in power because we know the donors. The donors have cut them off. Cut them off. And that's what's important. This is a top-down, bottom-up squeeze of the RNC. The bottom-up, you guys have led the charge. Said, we're not going to give the $20, $50, $100. But the big money guys say, no, 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 we're not giving money anymore. They have completely stopped giving money because even the donors see, what is the RNC doing? Like You guys aren't working hard. You're spending money on crazy stuff. That's number one. Number two, though, what is the attendance here? Because look, Steve, the turning point is very blessed. We have been blessed by, you know, God Almighty. We could do an event. We could have 3,000 people show up. But that's not what this is about. These are people from every corner of the country that are actively in leadership yes. positions yes. that are running county Republican parties, yes. that are running state Republican parties. So it is really the creme de la creme. These are the people, by yeah. the way, that make the party No, work. we could have 10,000 from War Room and, tr- and Attorney And, and we're going to do that in a couple of weeks. Yes, we'll we do could, that. But here— it is just the people that are the tip These of the field tip marshals. of the spear. These are the field marshals. Tip of the tip yes. of the spear. So, what do you hope to accomplish? What, what's the objective by tomorrow night? You've got Don Jr. You've got a list of great speakers. You've got great panels. You've got great workshops. It's all action, yes. action, action. Tomorrow night when we wrap up, what are the objectives yeah. that you hope to achieve? Well, number one, I want them to feel as if they have energy and conviction of somebody having their back. That's number one. I know that that's a takeaway that doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's a huge deal. They, they have been demoralized. They feel as if I'm the only grassroots guy. I'm constantly getting squeezed by the bush types and the rove types. That's number one. Number two, marching orders with great specificity, especially in the states that matter the most for the presidency. The five to seven battlegrounds. Yeah, Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia. By the way, did you notice when we were going around the room how much Arizona here? Big time. And just so you know, turning point action, we paid for the flights and the travel 
gavel of 75 of the largest county chairs. And we're going to be saying, hey, here's how you can maximize your voter registration. Here's how you can clean up your voter rolls. Here is how you can get the legal ballot chasing to expand um, the ballot, the early low propensity voters. And Mike Lindell is going to be presenting on his deal. And so we're going to be giving them a buffet line. Think of it as a buffet line. It's an all you can eat buffet for the grassroots of training, of technology. And then we also bring in the sizzle. Don Jr. is going to fire him up. Don Jr. is going to say, my father is going to be the nominee. He's going to be the next president and we need you. And by the way, Don Jr., he's traveling five hours one way, five hours back. No. He's a total patriot. He's patriot. One of, Don Jr. He's a, be- he's a beast. He is, like one of, he is one of my favorite people in the whole <laughs> country great. in the movement. He doesn't have to be doing this. He's coming here. The goodness of his heart. You, you know, know what? Always upbeat. Always on offense. Oh, he's great. I mean, but, pure energy. You know what I love about Don? I told him about this. He said, Charlie, I'm so sick to my stomach about the RNC. I'm paraphrasing. and Nothing he wouldn't say about what they didn't do in 2020. We need this early. And to your point, Steve, not to, you know, get, not to play too much into what Turning Point is doing. I was told in 2020 that everything was great and the RNC had everything secure. They raised four to five hundred million dollars that we know of in the 2020 election cycle. And, and we didn't have legal team. By the way, this state is a great example of the lack of a legal infrastructure. They were flying in people flying from in. across the country. After the fact. They didn't have complaints ready to go. I mean, we, we so one of the takeaways is we need to have salvo after salvo after salvo of legal complaints launched very soon from the bottom up level. Now, how we pay for it, that's what the RNC should be doing. One of the few things the RNC can do is they could raise legal funds. I, you know, The marching orders are important, but also the other takeaway, Steve, is I want the RNC, and there's no guarantee they're going to do this, is they won't take this as an insult, and they might because they're very fragile people, but they'll say, you know what? Maybe we aren't doing a good enough job because there's obviously an appetite enough where these county chairs come a couple days early, the state party chairs come a couple days early, and because the RNC is not actually doing their job. Uh, my nominee to replace Rana is uh, Don Jr., Oh, wouldn't that but be great? My, back, my backup is Eric's wife. Oh, Laura's a Laura, great. She Laura's would be large, great. High energy. Oh, t- t- that's a, a good the, idea. The best person on TV. I'm serious. If Don Jr., who I think is the best because of his energy, his focus, he knows he's his smart, day. by the way. He's brilliant. a very smart mer- guy. Because you're going to merge both of them into a victory funner. If not Don Jr., I think Eric Trump's wife, Laura, who's, I think, a dynamo. By and the way. She'd be in the U.S. Senate if she ran for the Senate list. Part of being the RNC, it's not an easy job is you have to put in 18 to 20 hour days. If you, if you, if you actually want to run an elite party, right? Yes. Don can do that. Don Don can raise money. Don, donors love Don. Don speaks that language. Don has raised billions of dollars from major deals, right? He built Trump Chicago, basically. He was in charge of that deal. That's a great idea, Steve. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. If you're looking for a reliable and clear way to have voice and text communication to any number from anywhere in the world, you need a satellite phone and no one does it better than the satellite phone store. Just go to sat123.com. Check out sat, sat123.com. There is no tracking. No one can listen in on your phone calls. And the most secure way to communicate is from satellite phone to satellite phone. Even the U.S. military uses satellite phones. And you'll never get an advertisement from any other company because everything you do with the satellite phone will be 100% private. In America this year, only 5% of the island in Maui burned, but 95% of the island lost its power and cell service. Even the 911 emergency service was down because they had no access to satellite communication backup. Be ready. Prepare your family with power and communication. Go to sat123.com. Get a free sat phone for a free 15-month agreement, a $1,200 value. Safety and security are just a click away. Just go to sat123.com for affordable individual family plans or call 855-980-5830. Steve, kind of other thoughts here. What What is your message to the grassroots, the importance of this? And also, we're running out of time here. Nikki's going to extend this primary. Every day she extends the primary, she is robbing from our chances to 
decisively win in November. Here's why Tricky Nicky's going to extend it is because what the money class and the Wall Street class and the and the, and the Cokes and Paul Singer and that crowd that's that's around here pumping money in here, Leonard Leo, all that. They know Nikki can't win. Trump's going to be the nominee. But what they're going to try to do is infect. You heard Lindsey Graham and these guys a weekend. Let's bomb Tehran last night. They're going to try to infect uh, the Trump movement in the second Trump term with the bacillus of neoliberal neoconism. And you see it playing out through her. She's, she's, the, she's their vessel. And so what they hope is to get her on the ticket to, to prove that, hey, she consolidated 15 to 20 percent of the never Trump haters, the rhinos, the establishment, the usurpers, uh, the imposters, what they're called now by the grassroots, and either force her on the ticket as VP, which I think is remote, or get her on as Secretary of Defense, which is what that would be a kill shot for them, Secretary of Defense, or get their people into the administration, National Security Council, National Economic Council, over Treasury. The, the, the money never rests. Remember that from all, the money never rests. It's a great movie. And the, the great movie, and the money never rests. And they are relentless about this populist movement. Remember, President Trump changed the dynamics in politics. It was David French, who's, you know, the chief hater. He's delightful. He, he put that President French, I call him. Remember he ran for president? Got, <laughs> he and his wife voted for him. So it's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, seriously, come on, man, give it up. He, but he wrote an amazing article, I think, for the New York Times, a piece for the New York Times, a column. He said, back in 14 and 15, he had been a traditional republic, which still is. He didn't realize the anger in the country that the Trump movement represented people that wanted fundamental change, not kind of marginal change. And that was something he was not prepared for. It was essentially a mea culpa, right? But that crowd will never back off. They're relentless. And you can see this when you talk to the grassroots, what yes. do you hear? The business community, the real estate community, other communities in these states have the money. They're not going to pitch in. So we got to kind of do it on our own. I think that's what's so empowering about this. Because number one, you're with like-minded people. You're with people who have kind of dedicated their lives. No, that's right. Their task and purpose is to save yeah, the republic, and, and this is how they're going to do and, it. And we kind of wanted to create a little bit of an exclusive, because I'm getting angry emails here, and I love them. What we're going to tell yeah. opportunities, this is not open to the public. It's invite only. Yeah. And I think that's— But we're going to do something bigger no, no, later. No, no, no. we got yes, something big yes, coming up big, in Arizona big, in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll tell you about it. It's going to yeah. be really big yeah. and transformational. Yes. But in, in some ways, we want this to be incredibly specific to the roles. Yes. Because, look, if you become a state party chair, 99% of these are unpaid positions. You got to raise money all the time. You constantly have the media. Or county chair and precinct committee chairs. I mean, you got you're bringing everybody. These are workshops. Yes. Normally we come in like turning point. You got the main stage, and, and that's great. There's a place up, for that. Place jacked up, and you'll do more of those. This is kind of a working session because yes. I get people said, hey, "Hey, can we come?" I said, "No, I think it's invite only." But this is also the power of why you want to be a precinct chairman, why you want to go be a county chairman. Yeah, because you can come to events like this. You can come to exclusive events like this yes, at the Planet Hollywood. Yeah, which, uh, by the way— And get here at 6 in the morning. We're very frugal. Very frugal. Although I'm, I'm really impressed. It's actually a great— It's a th- Raheem, Raheem they, made a comment. They've you know, treated us really well, I have to say. The, the f- Raheem, in 2014, when he was doing Breitbart London, he came over. He went to his first Trump speech here in this very hotel, at the ballroom right down there. And that's when he wrote the column for Breitbart London that said he saw the Trump he saw Trump as the American Nigel Farage. Nigel was just starting to kick off the Brexit movement then the, and, to get and, their sovereignty. But by the way, it hasn't stopped. And, and to your point, and we only have a minute and a half. You're welcome to stay steep if you want, but I know you got a lot of stuff to do. But just close this thought. The populist thing is being seen in Western governments. These elites they, all talk to each other. They're, they are so afraid that, Freaked out. that, that it, is, it is the genie's out of the bottle. They can't contain it.
The European, okay, remember, Brexit was the predicate in June of 16 for the Trump victory, the Trump revolution in November 16. European parliamentary elections, alternative for Deutschland, uh, National Front, Le Pen, Nigel Farage, all of it is peaking right now. That's going to happen in June. That's going to be the predicate for a massive victory in November. That's what we covered so much. You're absolutely right. This is a international, a transcontinental. transcontinental, populist nationalist, yes. people rising up to take their countries back. Yeah, it's mass migration and cheap money. Those yes. are the two things that create populist revolts. Mass migration and cheap money. Lord, lords of easy money. Yeah, and then if you if you twist, if you throw a little spice of parents' rights, grooming kids, yeah. you have, this, you have, you have traditional a super, values. This is, by right. the way, we're, we're so blessed. Of all the world you look, we have Donald J. Trump. No, and yeah, so we have this super, almost like the superpower guy. It's unbelievable. That not only do we have the, we have the prerequisite elements yeah. that are bad, cheap money and mass yes. migration. You have a guy that can fight twice as hard and bring in people and message it in a convincing remember, way. Remember, this, this week he gets back, he's putting bankruptcy in New York by Tish James. Remember that? No, the lawfare is just heating up. By the it's way, the GOP primary is effectively over except for Nikki. The lawfare primary is just starting. Just kicking up. So that's a lawfare primary than the general. Steve, God bless you, man. Thank you, brother. See you soon. so honored to be here. Thank you. Be back this afternoon. Thanks. Traditional media is crumbling. Why? Because they're hiding something, something big. People are realizing they're being lied to left and right, even by institutions they thought they could trust. But you, you've known the truth all along. You also know that the time to prepare for what's coming is right now. Get started by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you'll save $200 on essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies, and yours should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories daily. Eat right when things go wrong with these three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free day shipping. That is free same-day shipping. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Matthew Martinez is here from Turning Point Action. Matthew, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, You do an excellent job, and I have just loved all the numbers that you've crunched. And we're here at the Restoring National Confidence Summit. From your perspective, what's the importance of this gathering? Oh, Charlie, it's so awesome having a lot of RNC members here, a lot of grassroots county chairs across the country come down to Las Vegas, uh, Nevada to hear about our initiative, Chase the Vote, um, our, our projects, our coalitions. But the biggest thing that I'm hearing today, even just working in the reception, is that a lot of these chairs feel valued. Not There hasn't been any organization or even the RNC, unfortunately, hasn't really poured into these county chairs. So them having a conference where we're teaching them how to win in their county is, is paramount to, to the success of this great, great nation. Yeah, so we're hiring up big time at Turning Point Action, yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, right? And we're, we've raised the capital, not as much as we'd like to, but we've done very well, praise God. A lot of people have stepped up very generously, and you know who you are in the audience. You guys have made some big gifts, and thank you for that. But typically, if the RNC were to hire, let's say in Arizona, do they hire Arizonans? Uh, sometimes, uh, but for, for most cases, you'll see that organizations will hire people from anywhere to come down to states like Arizona. For instance, when I was working in Georgia, we had people like myself, an Arizonan, but New Yorkers or people from the East Coast come down to Georgia. The, the ethos wasn't there, Charlie, right? When I was talking to people in Georgia, they, they knew I was not from there, right? I was walking in the, the 
the western part of Georgia, and uh, I did not look like yeah, many no, of them. No offense, they're they're different cultures. I mean, it's <laughs> right? not offense it's, to you, no, but no, no, but they're, I, they're, they're great people. I didn't have the, the culture. There's not a lot of Martinez's. Let's, let's say and, this: uh, I went to a a restaurant. And I asked for a a tea. I asked for an unsweetened tea. Apparently, there that's a big no no. That's, they don't do that's that. called Yankee tea, yeah. right? But the the reason I bring this up, Charlie, is that we want to hire people from their state. We want to hire Arizonans who work in Arizona. We want to hire Wisconsinites who work in Wisconsin. We want to hire Georgians who work in Georgia. And, and we want to even break it down even to smaller regions. Yes. We want to find out if someone is living in Scottsdale. We want to hire them in Scottsdale. There's no reason for us to hire someone from South Phoenix to work in Scottsdale. And likewise, there's no reason for us to hire someone from Atlanta to work in Noonan, Georgia. Right? So we want to hire people from the regions because they know their neighbors the best. They know that community best. And that's how we win. This is all by relationship building. Being neighborly is what's going to separate our program from other programs in the country. And that's the the impetus of why we're going to be hiring people from their neighborhoods and their regions. It gives you home field advantage. Yeah, absolutely. So so just do you know how many full-time field staff does the RNC have on the ground in Arizona, Wisconsin, oh, no. Georgia? It's, it's one right now, two in Wisconsin. I'm not sure about Georgia, but and, and, one and person. And how many are we going to have by May? <laughs> it depends on on where where they want to see things, where, where they're going to allocate money. Um, no, turning point I, action. Oh, how turn, many, yeah, how oh many we're going to be hiring about maybe close to 200, 250 here in Arizona just by May. Yes. Um, and then we're going to have people, 100 people or more in Wisconsin by May. So we're excited about that. And then after that, we're going to be hiring in Georgia. Um, so if, if we can raise the capital, we got to, you know, I, I, Georgia, <laughs> right. Georgia's not the easiest state. Uh, for, like you said, it takes someone from Georgia to run it well. Exactly. It, it would be my preference not to do Georgia. I would love to just do Arizona, Wisconsin. But so, so you said 200 in, in Arizona. That's right. 100 in Wisconsin. That's 300, 350 full-time yeah. people. And I just want to make sure I understood this. You said the RNC maybe has one or two. They have one or two state directors right now in these states. But they raise more money than we do at Turning Point Action. How are we able to raise three? How are we able to hire? to flurries and alcohol with the RNC. But with, with the money that we're, we're going to be using for our ballot chasing is to knock doors and talk to low propensity Republicans in strategic areas. And that's what also separates our program from other people or other organizations. We broke down precinct by precinct in every 10, 10 of the battleground states exactly where we need to be. For instance, there's organizations that will hire people in where the largest population centers are. Right. They'll hire people in Wayne County um, or, or Michigan, Mer- Michigan. Yeah. yeah, Wayne County, Michigan or uh, Fulton County, Georgia. But that's not necessarily where Republican voters are. Low propensity right? Republicans. So let's exactly. talk about Arizona. And by the way, you've done a really great job, Thank Matthew. You. I look at all your work, whether you know it or not. Um, and I get all these reports from Tyler and it's amazing. And my mind was kind of blown because in Arizona, you would think that the, you know, we have to hire a bunch of people in downtown Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But what did the data show? Where did the data show that we are underperforming low propensity Republican I'm glad voters? you asked that. This is where I was shocked. And I, I remember telling Tyler this and we were both shocked. Looking and you at had to analysis. rerun the numbers, right? Yeah, Tyler's like, nope, run it again. Where, where are these precincts? I know there's some in Scottsdale. There wasn't many in Scottsdale, nor in Tempe. Actually, there was probably two or three Super Chase precincts in Tempe. Where we're seeing a lot of low propensity Republican voters 
on the outskirts of Phoenix. So if you are a politico or if you worked on campaigns in Arizona, you know that the outskirts of Phoenix are very Republican. You don't, you don't see too many staffers go out to Mesa or out to Queen Creek or, um, West Side or Glendale, Glendale, Peoria, right? Peoria or you know Sun City, yes, yeah, um, Buckeye, or Buckeye or, or Wickenburg. Exactly. Right? Wickenburg is a big Ca- one. Cave too. Creek, Cave Creek, yeah. uh, Anthem. So just so everyone understands, and we we could get a map of uh, Phoenix. I know it pretty well, and I have one here. Yeah, I know. Please show it right here. That. And by the way, just so everyone understands, look at. I want to show something here. This is our chase the vote thing. Um, and by the way, the media is like, can we, you know, they, they're like, oh, what are you doing? We actually, we're very public about everything that we do, right? Yes. So there's like, there's no like clandestine thing here. There's no secret. By the way, these are all the precincts. Look at these numbers that Matthew has crunched. It's all public available data where, where people right. are underperforming. But no, I want people to understand um, in, in the metro area of Phoenix, it typically the traditional campaign of the orthodoxy that was run is, hey, the hinterlands will show up. Don't focus on it. Correct. Focus all your money on swing voters in yes. Scottsdale and or if you're going to ballot chase, ballot chase where the most people are. But by proportion where we are underperforming is on the outskirts of Maricopa County. Right. Where where no one has ever knocked before or really rarely, right? You And this is... This is the RNC model or actually campaign models too, where they focus on the competitive areas. Last cycle, you saw a lot of campaigns. And even, even when I ran Kerry Lake's field operations, my, I was looking at the competitive areas. I wasn't really looking for Mesa or for any of these outskirts because I thought they were, these Republicans were going to be voting. That's where we went wrong, Charlie, is that we thought that these Republicans were just going to cast their ballots anyways, but they didn't. Many of these suburban moms in, in Chandler, left their ballot at home, right? Because we assume these people are going to vote. Correct. And remember, this is a contest where the higher score wins and we're leaving easy points on the board. Yes, and sir. we would think the data shows, hey, you guys have really squeezed the orange enough in Queen Creek. If you don't know Queen Creek, it's a very, half of Queen Creek is in Maricopa, half Correct. of it's in Pinal County, yes, right? Sir. Very conservative, very, very, very. You would think that, hey, don't need to spend time on it. Those people are going to show up. No, there's plumbers, electricians, welders, gun owners, hunters, yes. low propensity voters that's that they need a nudge they need attention and we've never given them attention yes. or someone just say hey i know your ballot's on your kitchen counter let's go walk it off walk it or here's the place you should drop it off today or if you want to vote in person day of the election here's the information but no one's doing that we are the first organization in the country to be doing this large-scale ballot chasing operation and we're going to be hiring the most amount of people in the country this is going to be the the largest and most robust ballot chasing operation in america today um, but going back to just that phoenix example we we were shocked to see that where these Republican voters were were located on the outskirts of Phoenix. So we're going to be emphasizing a lot in those areas. So if you live in the outskirts of Phoenix in, in Buckeye or Qu- uh, Mesa. Cape Creek. By the way, their Creek, population yes. has increased dramatically in the last Absolutely. couple of years. The, the trend in Phoenix is to go further out and further well, that's out. That's a growth area. Yeah, right? that's right. It's the outskirts of the valley. It's the north and south sides are are pretty much landlocked. There's mountains all around. So but they're the, going vertical. They're that, going vertical. Yeah, that, and, yes, and, and which correct. means more liberal. Yes, sir. Unfortunately. Yeah. And, and we should do something there. We shouldn't ignore it. But it, I mean, first of all, talk about it's very difficult to navigate an eight, eight story building. Yes. Right. So in old town, they have all these new you know, buildings. How are you going to door knock? Very tough. Right. It is very tough. But that's I'm glad you bring that up because many of those uh, apartment voters, 
um, are are not necessarily registered or they're registered Democrats, mm-hmm. right? So that's another thing our analysis shows. We're, we're focused on where these Republican voters are. So we the idea of this is that we want to hire people who are what we call a four by four Republican, meaning they vote religiously. They vote every cycle. These these are our superstar activists to talk to their Republican neighbors as well. There, there we're not really seeing too many Republican voters in Downtown Phoenix, right? In these skyscraper buildings. Yeah, and I got to interrupt. A minute remaining. The Democrats, they have, they, we're we're so behind because the Democrats, what they've done is they run up the score in their most liberal areas, college campuses, urban corridors, minority neighborhoods. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And, And this is one of the reasons why the polling and the modeling has been messing with our heads, right? Of course, there's all the shenanigans and the nonsense and the garbage. And I want to talk about that, right? All the stealing. But in addition to that, they emphasize the most liberal areas to get 95, 97% turnout. It's just a turnout game. That's all it is. This next cycle is all about turnout. It's not even persuasion of indies. Carl Rove said it's all about winning over people in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's wrong. That's not the model that we're following. I know he's wrong because, because he hasn't actually crunched the numbers because that's an antiquated belief, isn't it? Yes. That's how things used to operate. But this is new new campaign. We can't yes. campaign the, the same campaigns in the 1980s or 1990s. No. This is modern campaigning, and this is all about turnout. So we're going to focus on making sure that Republicans who receive their ballot drop off the ballot. Some of you are asking, how can I support, how can I get behind the work that you guys are doing? It's tpaction.com. Between Turning Point Action and Turning Point USA, two separate organizations, but sisters or brothers, whatever you want to call, we have 300,000 grassroots donors. So if you want to chip in, you like what you hear, tpaction.com. We would appreciate it. No pressure at all. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Kirk and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the, as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code Kirk and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. We are now joined by Jenny Beth Martin. Jenny Beth, how you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, great. So Get as close as you can to the okay. mic. Great to see I'm you. I'm going to pull it up a little. There um, we go. We'll talk in just a second about Georgia and election integrity. And we also have Matthew Martinez. I want the audience uh, to know, uh, what's the website for Tea Party Patriots? TeaPartyPatriots.org. Okay, great. And also you guys could check out all the details around Chase the Vote at TPAction.com. That's TPAction.com. We're really going to be focused on Arizona, Wisconsin, and potentially Georgia. I want to talk about with Jenny Beth there. We're you have to win Georgia, and the entire Trump campaign needs to be all in on that. Uh, that's been our takeaway message. You guys can email us, freedom at charliekirk.com. We're getting lots of emails. Charlie, how do I attend? How do I attend? There will be events in the future that you can attend, trust me. But this is really for the people that are currently in leadership, precinct committeemen. They are state party chairs. They are really making the the machinery of 
the party work. And we're going to be broadcasting much, much of this live on our Rumble page on Real America's Voice here tonight. So email us, freedom at charliekirk.com. We're going to continue on this discussion specifically around election integrity and securing our elections. I'm not going to say who, uh, just to protect her privacy, but uh, one of the viewers is so moved by what we just said. They're pledging $100,000 to wow. what we're doing. Isn't that great? Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very God. much. That's, that's a big deal. So thank you who, in the audience there. And uh, we will we will protect your anonymity. Uh, Jenny Beth, uh, talk about Georgia. We have to win Georgia. What is the biggest missing piece for us to win in Georgia? Well, I think the biggest missing piece to win in Georgia and around around the entire country right now is learning what the Democrats did in twenty between 2020 and 2021 in the Ossoff campaign. They did relational organizing. And that is basically an amped up, modernized friends and family program. And so everything that you guys were already talking about, we have to make sure that we are we are positioning that so we are reaching targeted voters who we already know and have relationships with, and then chasing the vote through reaching out to our friends and our family. And I think that's one of the most important things we're missing. I'm going to be mm-hmm. talking about that this afternoon. What, what, what do you see as, as a way that we can secure our election and renew people's, including my own confidence in the integrity of our election? So in Georgia, Arizona is a challenge, but I think that Arizona is in a good spot because of Gina just being elected as the state party chairman. She is an election integrity expert. She's wonderful. She, yeah, she gets great. the problems and she's going to help in Arizona tremendously. In Georgia and in other states around the country, we've been working very closely with Cleta Mitchell's organization, mm-hmm. Election Integrity Network, building election integrity task forces in the, the states that had the most trouble around, around the country, Georgia, Wisconsin, Arizona, and, and so on. Those groups are looking at how to clean the voter rolls. They're making sure that poll watchers are are recruited and trained. They're deploying poll workers, making sure people go work the polls. They're paying attention to the election process. And when there is a problem with the election process, they're going to the Board of Elections and trying to correct it before voting starts. And then, Charlie, here's a story that I like to lean on when people say, oh, I can't trust anything about the election. In Georgia in 2022, in the primary in in DeKalb County, which is a heavily Democrat county, they had an issue. And a woman came in third. And that woman who came in third realized she had zero votes in her own precinct. She was a Democrat. She came in third. She raised questions about it. And because the Election Integrity Network was set up, they had built relationships with the election board. They all stepped in to help out this Democrat woman who was saying, something's wrong. I voted for myself in my own precinct, and it's not even recording my vote. They rescanned the ballots. They rescanned the ballots. Ultimately, they did a hand count she came in first. There was an issue where someone had dropped off the ballot and a human error did not correct it everywhere in the very complicated voting equipment systems that we have, the, the computers. So it wound up making her come in third. But because he hand counted it, she came in first. She was entitled to go into a runoff. And today she is a Democrat county commissioner in DeKalb County, Georgia. That kind of model of building relationships, knowing what to do when there is a problem, helping out whether it's our side of the aisle or the other side of the aisle so that we can build faith in the outcome of the elections is how we are going to solve this problem. And everyone needs to consider stepping up to volunteer. If not with chasing ballots, then be a poll watcher. Talk about uh, really quick, Matthew, what Gina is going to do in Arizona. She's terrific. Oh, she's wonderful. And and Gina and I have worked uh, with each other um, in the past uh, since 
I think 2020. Um, I, she was there with uh, the Carrie Lake campaign, um, and she's just been wonderful. So she knows about our operation. She's seen the data. She knows how exciting this is for Arizona, that we have an actual game plan to win back Phoenix, to win back our state. Th- this, is, this is an election that's determined by just margins of numbers, right? Carrie, unfortunately, lost by 17,000 votes, right? That's how close elections are. President Trump in 2020, 10,000 votes. If we just had a fraction of ballot chasing last cycle for Kerry or for Trump in 2020, we would see victories all over the state. At the end of the day, there are Republicans who are not voting, and Gina knows that. So she she has read through these these textbooks. She's seen the data. She knows exactly where we need to hire and where the AZGOP needs to be, too. Yes. I love it. Matthew Martinez, Jenny Beth Martin, thank you guys. We're going to be uh, broadcasting the whole uh, event here. And Jenny Beth, you're doing a session later today on I relational am doing a organizing. Session later today. We have to win Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia. We're going to keep on saying it. We've been saying it for a year now. Those are the three most important states. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening. And God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.